The battles of Jamal, Camel, and Safin cannot be taken as grounds for slandering them. For the Sahabis who stood against Hazrat Ali in those battles, there were religious reasons that protected all of them from being evil, even causing them to be rewarded on the Day of Judgment. A Hadith Sharif says, One reward will be given to the Mujtahid who is mistaken, and two or ten to the one who finds what is right. One of the two rewards is for employing ijtihad. The other one is for finding the truth. The disputes and combats among those great people of Islam were not out of obstinacy or hostility, but because of their different ijtihads and out of their wish to carry out what Islam commanded. Each of the Sahabat al-Kiram was a mujtahid. It was farred for every mujtahid to act in accordance with the conclusion he had found by his own ijtihad, even if his ijtihad might not be in agreement with that of a mujtahid much higher than he. It was not permissible for him to follow another's ijtihad. Two of al-Imam al-Azam Abu Hanifa Numan ibn Thabits died in Baghdad in 767-150. Students Abu Yusuf and Muhammad al-Shaybani and two of Imam Muhammad ibn Idris al-Shafi's died in Egypt in 820-204. Students, Abu Saur and Ismail al-Muzani disagreed with their masters on many aspects and about some of the things which their masters said haram, forbidden, they said halal, permitted. And about some of the things which their masters said halal, they said haram. They cannot be said to be sinful or evil on that account. No one has said so for they were mujtahids like their masters. It is true that Hazrat Ali ta'ala was higher and more learned than Hazrat Muawiyah ibn Abu Sufyan died in Damascus in 680-60, and Hazrat Amr ibn al-As died in Egypt in 663-43. He had many superior qualities that distinguished him from them, and his ijtihad was more powerful and more accurate than their ijtihads. However, since all the Sahabat al-Kiram were mujtahids, it was not permissible for those two to follow the ijtihad of that great religious leader. It was necessary for them to act upon their own ijtihads. Question. In the battles of Jamal and Safin, a great many of the Muhajirun and Ansar among the Sahabat al-Kiram took part with, obeyed and followed Hazrat Ali. Although all of them were mujtahids, they considered it was wajib to follow him. This shows that it was wajib also for mujtahids to follow Hazrat Ali. They had to follow him even if their ijtihads did not agree with his, didn't they? Answer. Muslims who followed Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala and fought on his side joined him not with the view of following his ijtihad, but because their ijtihads were in agreement with his ijtihad and showed that it was wajib to follow Imam Ali. Similarly, the ijtihads of many prominent companions of the Prophet did not agree with that of Hazrat Ali, and it became wajib for them to fight against him. The ijtihads of Sahabat al-Kiram came out in three different ways then. Some of them understood that Hazrat Ali was right, and it became necessary for them to follow Hazrat Ali. Another group saw that the ijtihad of those who fought Hazrat Ali was right, and it became wajib for them to follow those who fought Hazrat Ali and to fight against him. The third group said it would be necessary not to follow either side and not to fight, and their ijtihad required them not to join the war. All these three groups were certainly right and deserved to be rewarded in the hereafter. Question. 
The answer above shows that also those who fought against Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala were right. On the other hand, the scholars of Ahl-Sunnah have said that Hazrat Ali was right, that his opponents were wrong, that they were forgivable because they had an excuse, udr, and that they even gained thawab. What can be said about that? Answer. Al-Imam al-Shafi and Umar ibn Abd al-Aziz, two great men of Islam, said that it was not permissible to use the word wrong about any of the Sahabat al-Kiram. For this reason, it was said, it is wrong to say wrong about superiors. It is not permissible for inferiors to say such words as, he did right, he did wrong, we approve or we disapprove about their superiors, as Allah Ta'ala did not let our hands touch the blood of these great people, so we should protect our tongues against uttering such words as just and unjust. Those profound scholars who studied the evidences and events and said that Imam Ali was right and his opponents were mistaken, in fact meant that if Hazrat Ali had had the opportunity to talk with those on the other side, he would have guided them to employ ijtihad in conformity with his ijtihad. As a matter of fact, Hazrat Zubair ibn Awam was against Hazrat Ali in the Battle of Jamal, but after studying the facts more deeply, he changed his ijtihad and stopped fighting. The words of the scholars of Ahl-Sunnah, who consider the mistake as permissible, should be taken as such. It is not permissible to say that Hazrat Ali and those who were with him were in the right way and the other companions of the Prophet, who were in the other group with our mother Aisha al-Siddiqa, were on the wrong way. These combats among the Sahabat al-Kiram were results of differing ijtihad in the branches of the Ahkam al-Shariya, rules of Islam. They did not have any disagreements on the essentials of Islam. Today, some people speak ill and disrespectfully of the great men of Islam such as Hazrat Muawiyah and Amr ibn al-As radiallahu ta'ala anhumah. They cannot realize that they in effect defame and belittle Rasulullah sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wasallam by defaming the Sahabat al-Kiram. It is written in Shifa al-Sharif that Imam Malik ibn Anas said, A person who swears at and slanders Muawiyah and Amr ibn al-As deserves the words he says against them. It is necessary to punish severely those who talk and write against them and who do not show respect for them. May Allah Ta'ala fill our hearts with love for His beloveds, Sahaba. Neither hypocrites nor sinful people love those superiors, but pious and Allah-fearing Muslims do. People who realize the value and greatness of Rasulullah Sallallahu Ta'ala Alaihi Wasallam, Sahaba, and who love and respect all of them and follow them, are called Ahl Sunnah. Those who claim to love some of them and dislike others and thus slander most of them, and those who do not follow any of them, are called Rafidis or Shiites. There are many Rafidis in Iran, India, and Iraq. There are none in Turkey. Some of them, in order to deceive the pure Muslim Alawis in Turkey, call themselves Alawis, which means Muslim who loves Hazrat Ali. Loving someone necessitates following in his footsteps and loving those whom he loves. If they loved Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala an, they would follow in his footsteps. He loved all of the Prophet's Sahaba. He was a counselor to Caliph Hazrat Umar, the second Caliph, who confided his secrets to him. He married his and Hazrat Fatima's daughter, Umm Gulthum, to Hazrat Umar. In a kutbah, he said about Hazrat Muawiyah, Our brothers disagree with us, yet they are not disbelievers or sinners. Their ijtihad causes them to behave so. When Hazrat Talha, radiallahu ta'ala an, 
who was fighting against Hazrat Muawiyah, attained martyrdom. Hazrat Muawiyah himself cleaned the dust from Hazrat Talha's face and became Imam in the Salat performed for his death. Allah Ta'ala declared in the Quran al-Karim, Believers are brothers.